So I just want to make an announcement, public service announcement for all of you listening to this brand new episode of three ABP. I want you to take heed with the words that I'm saying at this very moment. If you're going to get cocaine, make sure you got the money to pay. Don't be sitting there lollygagging. You get your stuff and you keep it motherfucking moving. That's all you got to do. You go home, you sniff it, you call it a goddamn day. What just happened? I don't know. How do we learn this lesson? I don't know. I need an intro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, L, you can always talk, talk, talk to me about things. You know that, right? What? I'm sorry. Listen, we are we are, <sighs> we working on it. Uh, but since we're talking about since we're talking about intros and whatnot, um. I did reach out to a certain person to see if they could um, record an intro for us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, you know, we'll be like one of those authentic, you know, radio shows where there's a, we got theme music. There's a fucking intro or some shit. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Now, just got to wait for the person to get back to me. Um, and they like the idea. We just, just got to wait and factor and see how much it's going to cost and I don't know if we need to write it or if they're going to write it maybe we need to write it but it's going to be some soulful singing type shit okay well yeah I was going to ask is is, is going to be that or is it going to be somebody that's pissed off nah it'll be singing because it'll be real smooth because once again you know somebody told us we ain't sound angry enough so I think it'll be really smooth for us to have a RB style intro Ooh, that says some real smooth shit. I feel like I, I feel like it should be smooth but disrespectful. You can say that. That that way, I I, I feel like it's more on brand with us because we are slightly perturbed African Americans, after all. That is true. Yeah. So yeah. there should be some bite. There should be some bite to the lyrics. You know. You are absolutely right. And uh, I'll let you know who I reached out to uh, off uh, audio. But hey, right now, um, you know what? It's another episode of 3ABP. I'm one of your hosts, Renzo. Big Rob here in the house. Hey, it's me, Chris. And I'm like getting sucked into telling someone about, you know, science books for kids. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Um, The last episode, you know. We kicked this off with a bang because somebody came in firing hot mm. about the post office. So and took us out hot with Boosie hepatitis. <laughs> <having>. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, we're not listen. We're not discussing that. 
Uh, but I did raise a question at the end of the last episode. Um, that's how we carrying it. Uh, I found out the answer too. I'm very upset. Well, uh, so for those of you who are just tuning in on our previous episode, uh, this is linked to an article. We asked the question, what would you do if you found $5,000 in the parking lot and kept it? And then a couple years later, cops show up telling you that you're under arrest. Well, that's what happened to a gentleman, according to the Washington Post. Robert uh, Withington thought he had hit the lottery when he found a bag of $5,000 in cash in the parking lot of a Connecticut bank. But police in Trumbull, Connecticut, says the 57-year-old man's good fortune in May came from the form of thousands of dollars of the town's tax money in a deposit bag marked with the bank's insignia. Okay. Most after right. what he thought was a lucky lucky and lucrative morning, Withington has been charged with third degree larceny. He turned himself in on Friday after a lengthy investigation. Trumbull police say in a news release. Um, now, mind you, this uh, this article is uh, from August 30th. Mm-hmm. Winnington contends that he did not see anything on the bag of cash indicating that it was an, it had an owner. He told the Trimble Times that this was a case of finders keepers. It's <laughs> not like this was planned out, he told Hearst Connecticut Media. Everything was in the moment, and it was like I hit the lottery. That was it. He added, this is like a, this is a crock of baloney. <laughs> uh, Trump police Lieutenant Brian Weir told the Washington Post in the statement that the bag of cash contained numerous documents that identified the owners of contents as the town of Trimble and that Withington acknowledged he had taken the money on May 30th. Look, so I, I, I asked y'all the question. Yeah. What would you do? You found $5,000 in the parking lot. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. I've always been, and I know, I, I know the legal, the, the, the legal answer, but I'm going to give you what my answer is first. As long, if there is no reasonable way for me to figure out who owns the money, I'm taking it. That's just how that's just how I've always been. If like 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 take this person's example. This example, it sounds like there was some federal insignias or something that leads me to believe that this money uh is a part of some institution that it needs to go back to them. I would I would notify the authorities, let them know, "Hey, I got this bag. I'm not sure where it goes." You know, where do I go from here? Now, having said that, again, if I just see some cash on the ground, which has happened to me, just random cash is on the ground Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you didn't see the person drop it. There's no, you know what I mean? There's no, there's nothing on it. You know, they're unmarked bills. Right, right. I don't think I'm going through the effort of doing a, because anybody can say anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, that my money. No, I'm not. You know, it's like so. If if there's nowhere for me to start, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm going. I'm going to start with me. 
<laughs> you know, I'm going to start with me. That's just that's just my take on it. I also found out the actual law says it's it's illegal. It prohibits people, but it's like, how do you prove it? You know what I mean? How do you prove it? So I will say in his case, I would have taken it right back to the bank. That was yeah. me. And here's why, because it's one thing if I found like a manila envelope or like an envelope on the ground and there's like a thousand dollars in there. That's one thing. And the fact that also it's um it was only this year. It's been less than three months. Yeah. Um, but it's another thing when you see all that stuff on there, but so my great grandmother did this to me. I love my great grandmother. May she rest in peace. Um, she was like, if you lose money, that your that money is a blessing for someone else. If you find money, that money is a blessing for you. Now, when she said that, I believe she was talking small amounts of money. That's five. How much? Five thousand. Yeah, he had five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars? Um, no, sir. Please take it. Take it right to the closest bank. If, yeah. If it wasn't in the bank's parking lot, I would have been like, "Yeah, take it, run. Don't say nothing. Change your name. Leave. The, leave that area, and come back in like six years, five yeah. years. And even if there's no, even if there's no like marks on it, right? When you when you're dealing with four figures like that, you you know there. You know, the mantra is if somebody lost that a much amount of money, they're right. probably looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody's coming. Somebody's not going to be like, oh, oh, five. Oh, I'm missing 5K. Oh, oh, yeah. oh well. Um, oh, well. Tomorrow's another day. No, yeah. no, they're going to be. Yeah. They're, they're going to find it. <laughs> if you if you lose. Five thousand dollars, you're going to be looking for it. Also. Um, this gentleman, like, there's a lot of this stuff that's working against him. Number one, you find five thousand dollars in the parking lot, mm. in the parking lot of a bank, a bank parking <laughs> lot. Yeah, like if I was outside of a Bank of America and I find five thousand dollars in the parking lot, somebody who just left that bank, or somebody who was carrying cash to that bank legit lost that money like it's gotta belong to somebody yeah yeah you know anybody could come up and say oh that's my money but my thing about that is if i find it in the parking lot of a bank yeah i'm assuming (laughs) the bank either lost it or somebody who was just banking there lost it and also that amount of money i don't know if i'd want to be caught with it so if it were me I would have took it into the bank and be like, hey, somebody dropped this. It is not mine. Because if those banks make a mistake and deposit money into your account, you're not supposed to have, they pull it right out. Yes, they do. So if it came to them having somebody drop a whole wad of cash and it was like a bank teller or whatever reason, I don't know why money even be outside the bank, but I would imagine somebody be looking for it. So, Side note, whoever lost that that money, that five thousand dollars, you can bet they lost their job. Because Yeah. Oh no, they didn't lose their job. Oh, the person didn't? They probably didn't lose it. Okay. Well It depends on I I think it depends on the context. Well, yeah. I don't know. That was the that was the community's tax money. Like you 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 I would say this. If money go missing, people get sketchy. People get, you know, Weird See, about my it. thing is, even if you like, even if you dig, don't spend it. Well, like, like, like at least you know what I mean. At least yeah. wait. <laughs> well, like, I, well, yeah. see, my thing is, I don't know. 
Uh, I think Chris, that might be one thing. I, I think I feel like somebody got fired though. They might have. I will say I found bank cards on like recently. I found someone's bank card outside of Starbucks. I took it right into the Starbucks yeah. and gave it to them because I was like, if it's the, like if like no 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 like nowadays just give it to someone. Yeah. So so that- recently, my wife found um she was hanging out with her friend at at a mall and found three hundred dollars. Get it, get it, get it. And she turned it over, and I feel bad now, knowing knowing all this, because I gave her a flat because it was like she just found it on the ground, but she handed it over to the security department. Yeah, no, like. So so there's, uh, I I remember being in the mall and I found twenty bucks on the ground, and the person I was with was like, "Nah, leave it," because. You know, somebody probably lost that as karma. You know what I mean? Mm. And mind you, if I find money on the ground and I look and I see that somebody dropped it, I call right. out. You get, you get yeah, it. Yeah. But if I don't see anybody around, listen, I literally I'll take it. And if somebody runs up and is like, "Hey, you know, I lost twenty bucks," da, 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 it's just going to be like you got to do that at the the second. Now, there's people that honestly might have saw it and they. You know, hey, they're going to try and see, you know, if I give it back, it is what it is. Right. Uh, I'm not personally 20, 20 bucks and 20 bucks and get me some some subs or some shit. So <laughs> honestly, personal, honestly, it'd be like at that point, I can give it to you because, look, if you're lying. All right. Well, shit, that was your come up. But, you know, the lying right there, that's on you. That's the karma. Now. Alternatively, too, you could look at somebody, and if they look puzzled or they just like, "Hey, anybody find any money?" You can kind of suss out if they really did lose it or if they pulling the scam. Right. You know, my thing about it is, if you see money, look and look around. Somebody might be looking for an effort. Yeah, definitely make a conscious effort. We've all found money. Um, there has been times I found money. There was nobody around at all. And I was just like, well, that's that's me. But what I would do personally is if I'm walking, I see that somebody else is hurting. No, I'm in line somewhere. Yeah. Somebody's struggling. That money I just found is probably going to go to them because they could probably use that a lot more. Now, let me ask a question. Uh-huh. What if you get a deposit of money, a random deposit of money? Like that woman that went ahead and copped a new car. <laughs> Hold up. Oh, Let me find that story again. I wonder what's the legality behind that one. If you if they accidentally deposit money into your account that you know you did not have coming or or anything of that nature, you're supposed to report it to the bank. Oh, because well, I, if oh. it's fraud, you can be charged with it if it's a fraudulent account. What do you mean I didn't know? You know my grand. You know my grandma Sassafras gave me ten grand. I, you know she gave me a gift. Yeah, no, it could be fraudulent. Now, it's different if you accidentally, like, okay, so let's say you sent me a cash app, right? But you accidentally put an extra letter in my name, and it went to someone else's cash app. You have no, at that point, the only thing you can do is, um, what's it called? It's a claim you can put in yeah. saying I accidentally sent it to the wrong person. Cash app has to investigate it, and then they can take that money out of that person's account. But if you accidentally Can do, you charge that back? Uh, you can charge it back, but they usually don't. They usually be like, hey, your mistake is their blessing. And that person can get that money out their account real quick. But their account can also get shut down. Like, I've had people send me money that I never asked for. And it was a stranger, not you, but like, you know, a stranger did it. And I rejected the um, deposit because if it was a scam 
and they said that I took that they accidentally sent money to my account, I would be in the negative. There, there actually that that actually happened to me. Where on my um, oh, what is that? Oh, what is that app called? That not Cash App, but there's like another one. Valzemo. It was Venmo. Did I just combine two names? <laughs> Vel. <laughs> Zelmo. Yeah. But, Zelmo. Yeah, for the people that don't want to use Zell or Vimo, but feel they have to use both. Copyright. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I was. Um, somebody sent me like some odd amount. To, it was like $34.86 or something like that. And then I got a message from the person that sent it saying, Oh my bad. Uh yeah, I sent that to you by accident. I meant to give that to such and such for like gas money or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, can you please send it back? And I did and, and and I looked at this person's page and you know, they had other, you know, uh you know, transactions, relatable transactions, but I didn't do anything with it. It's still there right now. Because I don't want to get wrapped up in a scam where they're starting, you know what I mean? I didn't want there to be a whole bunch of back and forth with this person. Because I know there's scams with Venmo where you can do stuff and they start trying to get money from you. Mm-hmm. So with Venmo, um, I, did you did you know this person at all? No, no, completely random. So they just how somehow got your email and randomly sent you money? Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know if it was their email that they got from me or my number. I don't know what they got from me, but I have no idea. This is a completely uh, complete stranger, and they gave me like thirty-five bucks. Yeah, I I recently heard a story involving Zell, where somebody's information somehow um, somehow their information was compromised, and somebody sent the money then reported stolen and then the bank decided to like freeze the account like a whole it's a whole mess while they do an investigation Mm -hmm. um which i actually because of that i've been looking to see like well you know how can people protect themselves from you know using um these companies so far it seems like cash app might be almost the safest one but then like with any type of information whether it be cash app zelle or whatever Vimo, uh these companies will tell you only give your information out to people that you know yeah so if somebody somehow got your email what i think happens is that they do phishing well let me see if you're on this if you're on this platform and if you are then what happens is that they go ahead and they send you money or whatever and they try to scam um i think usually in that case if you get money you don't know where it came from you can report it you know like you just go in your transaction history and i guess that's the best that you know you can really do Mm -hmm. uh in that that particular regard because then this way you can say hey i saw this and i reported it because i didn't recognize it Mm. um but you know it's it's sad because honestly these apps help folks out because remember before that we had it can be a help i'll say that we had paypal paypal never did instant transactions to your account if you needed to move money from paypal to your bank account you had to wait those business days now with these apps you know paypal does do instant but with these apps it allows you to get money put it in your account 
uh, if you're in a pinch, if you're overdrawn, you got to move money. You didn't have anything in your savings, but you had something in cash app of him or whatever. You can quickly move it, pay a fee, and that will actually help you cover. Right. Even though banks would still not care about overdrafts. Um, mm. Looking at you, Wells Fargo. Yeah, because they <laughs> because you overdrafted, they're going to assess the fee even. Because it's just like, oh, we don't care if you covered it. Right. We're going to still assess that fee. And depending on the money, it's probably going to put you right back in the negative because they charge you a fee. Because... Oh. Yeah. By the way, if you ever want those fees overturned, never call the general customer service. Always call the direct branch because they'll be more willing to help you out than some random person. Yep. Go Thanks. call the direct branch Thanks. or go in or go in personally. I've had people I've had people fix an issue twice. They're much more willing to do it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. God love when you call and they try to they try to explain to you how overdrafts and shit work like you haven't been banking for like a long time mm. also side note fuck wells fargo uh <laughs> can i transition to something related to what we're talking about here yeah because yeah. we could probably call this the uh i guess we can talk about money or morals on Fine. the podcast <laughs> well we yeah we started we started with music on the previous one i guess this one can be a financial one i don't know yes because i am pissed and also excited but pissed so so I just wanted to I just wanted to express my disdain for Paycom. Okay. The company Pay Paycom. I find this the most insulting business possible. So for those of you that don't know, Paycom is a service which your employer can uh purchase that basically makes the employee the employee controls their own payroll. What? And their and their logic behind it is you want to get paid correctly, so therefore you can do it yourself. That's why you hire payroll people. I find so I find it so insulting that you're gonna so you're gonna burden people with the with the you know because I'm sure there's all these rules and regulations around it. You're gonna burden them, and they're like, oh yeah, it's so easy. You just do a couple of quick things and then you're paid right away. And then if they, you know, what does your company do if you think if if you think you're paying yourself too much? What are the rules against that? How, what is the type of delay that you'll get because you did a whole bunch of overtime that is somehow not on their on their charts and all this mess? They got to so, investigate it, sorry. Oh yeah, so now there's an investigation and all this mess all because you don't want your payroll department to do their job or that they get their um they're getting rid of their payroll department and thinking one more extra task on my employee is not that bad oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah because they want to be cheap that 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 is freaking terrible i can't i can't i'm over it over it even though even, even though their commercial is funny unnecessary action hero unnecessary <laughs> Was that necessary? No. And neither are problems with your payroll. Shut up. Can I just say, listen, I understand corporations are looking for every way to cut money back and do all this stuff. Um, Doing like, what is it? The system that we used to have where we had a check in from our phone. Like when I used to work at, we had a clock in on our phone. Okay. That's how they got our payroll. But you couldn't clock in until you were on site. And people would clock in when they were walking in the door. Did you have to be on like their Wi-Fi or something like that? You can't because you're in a mall. Oh, so how does that work? Exactly. (laughs) 
I can see if you were on their Wi-Fi, and that way they have a, a a record that they can pull up. Okay, the person signed in when they were on site, right? Rather I, than waking up, bloop. Right. <laughs> and I was like, this is all stupid. And like, next was like, you had to figure out your proper tax codes. And I'm like, this is why you hire HR, and HR has a specialist that does all of this. They do all the coding. They set up everything. And to me, I'm like, y'all just want to get rid of HR and put all this on the person. So when you mess up your own time and mess up your money, and instead of you getting paid, you know, let's say you're supposed to get a paid a thousand dollars. That's way too low for you to make money. But anyway, a thousand dollars a week or a thousand dollars every two weeks, and you mess it up and you only get eight fifty. They ain't they ain't quick to fix it. They ain't quick to say, oh, you messed this up. That's why we need HR and payroll people. And now the fact that I know that there's a company out here that says, you know, we want to make it so your employee does it yourself. Y'all can go burn in the gas tanks of Hades. <laughs> yes. Have you heard of this, Elle? No, I just looked it up. Um, I'm also sad, no looking up stuff on Starfield. Uh, but yeah, I had um, decided to look up this Paycom thing. And um, this reminds me of an old job where they were like, well, make your own, you know, you make your own schedule. And then when you make your own schedule, they get mad at you because you decide that you only put yourself on for two days that week. And it's like, well, why did you put yourself on for two days a week? Because I'm going to be out of town the rest of the week. So, yeah, I'm working Monday and Tuesday. Then I'm I'm out because you said make your own schedule. Figure it out. And they said make your own schedule because they don't feel like doing it. And then <laughs> and then uh, to top that off, uh, when you have people, you know, entering their hours and stuff like that. And then you get mad because they entered 46 hours instead of 45 hours. You get mad and say, well, you went over an hour. Da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, because I stayed an hour. Da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. Yeah. Um, old, old job, which uh, they can suck it. So happy to be free of that. Um, they had a nerve to. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a nerve to actually pay people on a. It's every two weeks. And they paid you, you know, your like 40 hours. But they also wanted you to enter time on a sheet and then get mad when you don't have 40 hours logged in. But the 40 hours is based off of how many tickets you've done, right? So never mind that you're in the available status, like answering calls or whatever, like, that doesn't count. It's easy to see that if they look you up, oh, well, this person been logged in for eight hours. But you can't count that. You can't go in your timesheet and say, logged in for eight hours taking calls. Right. You can't do that. Right. No, it needs to be, well, what tickets did you service or whatever? Like, everything needs a ticket. And it's like, what if it's dead? Nobody's calling in. Yeah. What do you want me to do? And so what they would do is get mad and say, well, you need to be at... Uh, you need to have an average of this each week. Come to find out that it was tax reasons. That's why they got tax breaks on that. So at that point, you had to get creative with what you were entering time. But anything could count. So if you was like, well, I'm doing research on this uh, issue or I'm looking up a problem somebody had early and I'm trying to solve it. You might have not really been doing that at all. So just shit like that was very interesting to me because you 
are adding stress on the employee. So saying, hey, use this paycom system to put in your hours and make sure you get paid fairly. Like, okay, well, when people do that and they find a system to make it work so they enter in the hours, mm-hmm. the minute that they are off a decimal, yeah, something's wrong, now you want to stress them out and say, well, we had to reject the your pay your your um hours or whatever. And then that holds you up because now you're worried about your paycheck because yeah. they got all this rigmarole and then they may not want to actually pay you the week you're supposed to get paid because they had to reject it or you're going to get your check late and you can't afford that because nobody that likes to charge you for whatever monthly service rent whatever nobody wants to hear that your check is late they said we expect to be paid on the 16th it's the 16th we want our money yeah and very rarely are companies ever listening to people when they say my money is going to be late or whatever Mm-hmm. So it's it's a, just a sad state of affairs. So um yeah, I'm I I think I think doing something like that maybe it's a nice gesture like oh hey, well you can do this and you know make sure you get paid fairly. But y'all say that until somebody makes a mistake. Yeah. Or y'all want proof. Right. You know because nobody's just a, just a lot of red tape in general around the whole oh, thing. Oh, absolutely. You know? No, but you can only be within this variance. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm like I watch companies basically, you know, move the goalposts every single time. Every because time. yeah, because they realize they came up with this thing and then people are doing what they're supposed to do. And now all of a sudden you realize you losing money. So now you got to switch it up. Yeah. Cuz I worked a job where you got commission when you got that commission and you earn that commission, but you're making too much on commission. Oh, we got to change it. We got to change it. We got to, we got to improvise. We got to do something different Yeah, because you're making such amount of money that we didn't expect you to make. Yeah. So everything is good until you cost the company money. <laughs> Stop being greedy. Oh, I absolutely if you don't mind. Um <laughs> well listen, businesses ain't never gonna stop that. Okay. Ever. Um but moving on because I don't know. It, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff going on in the world, right? Yeah, you saw. Yeah. Thank you. So hot takes. About food lately. Mm-hmm. I went to Subway. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, I was trying to scratch an itch, and it was just within with with the confines of where I was able to do at the time. They apparently have. A cheese stick. Let me tell you. I don't call it. Wait a minute. Hold on, just, they, just to, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't get the honor of calling it a cheese stick. It's a steak and cheese. They call it a Philly. Oh my God. Oh, oh, oh so they're just going to. Philly, yeah. Oh. And let me tell you something. It definitely isn't. We know it isn't. It's Subway. That was the first I'm sorry mistake. for dissing you like that. I, you know, you're I, you're, you're not the one that did, you're not the one that did it. It's Subway. No, but I was talking about you know when I was questioning their 
their cheesesteaks and then the armada of people we're, from we'll Philly going and to Philly. y'all. Um, shoot. Shoot, we're trying to so, go on vacation <laughs> next month. Maybe we can go to Philly. <laughs> we can schedule it, but yeah. I'm going to go to Escobobos. I think that's a requirement, definitely. Definitely. But but go ahead. You were telling the story. Yeah, so um, I bought the sandwich. I'm just going to say sandwich. And I'm going to tell you. I ate it. It did what it needed to do. I needed sustenance. But it just told me how badly I need to get a, a real cheesesteak. <laughs> Cause that's what I, I like. I had a taste for it. So like, you know, coming back from you know South Carolina, mm-hmm. I really wanted the cheesesteak. Heavily, I've been wanting the cheesesteak. Like it's just been like oof. I thought about the place you mentioned. I thought about Philly, and honestly, the last time I got a really good like a, a real cheesesteak. Would have been like back around my mom's wife. So I realized in these past couple of years, with the exception of going out of town to Philly, is locally just haven't had a, a good one in a while. So I think what I'm going to do for this month of September, at some point, I'm going to get myself a cheesesteak. And it might have to be Sorrento's. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's be- not going to be Jersey Mike's, but. Jersey Mike's immediately, I do fuck with there. So I'll take that back. I have, I have eaten Jersey Mike's this year, but to me, that's still not a real cheesesteak. My cheese wife steak. downed Jersey Mike's. I was so upset. She downed their cheesesteak because she had one bad cheesesteak experience. But if you get, if, if you requested, right, you have to put effort into it. But if you requested, if you requested white, it's good. So my thing about it is, though, we can't go to these spots for a cheesesteak. You either going to your mom and pop shops, mm-hmm. or you going to Philly. No establishment like a chain mm-hmm. to me is ever going to make a really good cheesesteak. Nope. Jersey Mike's is good, but I shouldn't have to put work into it. I should be able to tell you what I want, and that shit bangs. Yep. Right. If I want a good cheesesteak, I'm gonna have to go into the hood. If I want a good cheesesteak, I'm gonna have to go to mom and pop shops. Or I'm gonna have to make the trick to Philly or that place you're talking about. Momos. Momos. Or or I'd have to go to College Park because they got a spot out there that's probably crazy with the cheesesteak game, right? That's how I feel when it comes to cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks is the one thing that I honestly need businesses to stop appropriating. I'm talking when I said businesses, I'm talking about you chains. I you know, I can't believe you would disrespect the Fine quality establishment known as Subway, and their steak and cheese. I mean, I if mean, we gonna keep all, it a bean? I, I mean, like sub. I, I listen. I, I'd be lying if I said I don't go to Subway and get me a good sandwich. But let's be what? real, cheesesteaks ain't what you go to. You ain't never getting a cheesesteak from Subway. But L, but L, they slice their own meat now. Didn't you know? <laughs> they do a lot of crap, man. I, I, Subway always makes it on one of our podcast episodes, but. <laughs> Uh, quite fucking honestly, it's a slow day. So I was like, "Hey, why not?" Um, but oh I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Like, hold on, sub- my stomach is turning. Some, oh, some, some, some. I get nauseous. Subway, Subway has 
if you like you said, if you you manage it right, Subway can have something decent, but it will never be a cheesesteak. Like it will be a cold I will cut. Never and uh, and and just for the record, I will never say that again ever in my entire life. Would I disclose? On yeah, episode, you, I think it was a hundred and one. Was it hundred and one? Yeah, it was hundred and one. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you did. You did make that confession. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't even want to uh, say anything else about it. If you would like to know what that confession is, make sure you tune into episode one hundred and one. One hundred and one complaints and a confession. <laughs> That's right. But um. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, keep, keep it, keeping it tuned. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna call us up. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. But um, guys, did anybody so, know Jimmy Buffett? Yeah, Margaritaville. He passed away. Yeah. yeah. And we also missed something else you wanted to talk about that you brought up in the last episode. Um, oh, when it comes back to me, I'll say it. Oh, you mean Burning Man? Yeah. Yeah, you said you had a Burning Man. Oh, so so I was sent an article, but I did. I think I think there was a Burning Man fatality recently. I think yes, that happened. Let me let me see. Uh, oh, bur- so here's the headline: Burning Man descends into chaos as one person dies at flooded festival after officials close gates, trapping seventy three thousand revealers. Revelers in hypothermic con- conditions what? and told and told them to conserve water and food. Oh my god, that is horrible. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty disturbing. Um, I said a long time ago, uh, and and I found out also, Burning Man. You know, for you know, if you're a Burning Man person, you tend to be you know kind of. You know, people kind of stereotype you. Yeah. You know, you you know, you're all about the environment, about world peace. You're very hippie like. But I found out that Burning Man is actually bad for the environment. It is because if you're going, because you're traveling into the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. and by doing that alone, like I like I said on a podcast a while back, I I made a trip there. At one point, my GPS said, continue 376 miles <laughs> on the same road. So there you are burning up a lot of gas and a lot of gas, CO2 emissions, bad for the environment. Once you get to the spot that you're in, there are no natural resources. You are on a flat desert with nothing. So... If you have no resources that you can pull, what does that mean? You're bringing it with you. How do you bring it with you? Chances are you have water, plastic water bottles. Plastic water bottles, bad for the environment. There are so many. So, yeah, Burning Man is really. Uh, I, I look at Burning Man in like a whole different light, light now. Oh, yeah. And I forgot. Also, at the end of Burning Man. Uh, when you first go to Burning Man, there is a wooden structure that they build. Yes. Um, that, uh, like when I went, it it was like a wooden temple and you go in, there's like pictures of people that, you know, for whatever reason, they're angry or whatever. So they put that in at the end of the festival, they set it on fire. Oh, setting it on fire 
is creates a humongous bonfire. Bonfires create CO2 emissions. CO2 emissions, bad for the environment. So, yeah, I, you know, it's just become a whole big thing that is just really sad. Uh, I don't down Burning Man in theory now, but they got to do things better. At least make it more reasonable. Like, I think you shouldn't, like, this sounds crazy. I don't think it's appropriate for people just to have to drive there. You need to have shuttles. Like, if you're going to do Burning Man, because it runs for a few days, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want to say it's like a week. Oh, no, no, no. I think it's no. I think it's even longer than that. I think it's like a month, actually. Yeah. But here's the thing. They had to, they have to, uh, they're trying to put a new law restricting private jets. Why are you taking a private jet to Burning Man? Because this is something that people that are somewhat on the wealthier side of money do to have to have fun. So you're going to burn up a whole bunch of fuel going to Burning Man. Bad for the environment. It's just, <laughs> it's and, just bad for the environment. Here's the thing. And you don't talk about like the camping and what's left over, how it disrupts the flora and fauna. Because having Burning Man out there, it sounds like, oh, it doesn't disrupt anything. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There are like desert animals that come out at night that use that path to get back and forth to wherever they got to get to. Yeah. And now you got this big old festival in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Now, having said now, having said all that, I did have a wonderful a, a wonderful time when I went. Um, the view that I got of the black uh, of the sun rising from the Black Rock Mountains was phenomenal. Right. It was like energizing. It, it was like energizing to me. Right. Is this it? Uh yeah, it that looks like it's yeah yeah Burning Man project Black Rock City twenty twenty three. I'm in level with you. I had no fucking idea what Burning Man was. Oh, I didn't know. Listen, I really sat here thinking like, is this like a man on fire type deal? Like, are people <laughs> going out into like the desert and then wearing like some kind of suit and just somebody lights them on fire and they just start walking? <laughs> so. So, okay, so so let me back up for you and the listeners that have no idea what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was in, like, I think the 70s or 80s. Somebody came up with the idea of a kind of retreat or a sabbatical, whatever you want to call it, um, where they would go into, like, a remote area and just set up a camp and have fun. Right. Uh, I, I think the first time they did it, it was in like Florida or California, but then it moved to Nevada. Yes. And basically, a whole bunch of people, assemblers, drive out and they create and they build a city in the middle of the desert. Yes. You know, and. From there, people travel, you know, you know, people like 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 when I went, we brought three gigantic uh, gallon tank. No, it was, it was we we probably had like 30 gallons of water in those big water coolers. We, we had three water coolers worth of water. Right. And that's what we used. There are porta potties there. Um, but yeah, that's what we used to clean yourself up. And the idea is, is that you're going there for various reasons. I went there for like a spiritual cleansing because when you go there, it's like a blank slate. You're staring off into nothingness. And because of that, you're supposed to be like 
getting spiritual awakenings. Naturally, this is very Woodstock-like. So you can imagine everybody's high. So everybody, like, you have people walking around like, hey, you would you want to say, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, you did talk about this at one point. Yeah. On the episode. Okay. Yeah. Now it's coming full circle. Yeah, yeah. It's like Marty. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's sort of like, it's sort of like Mardi Gras, as, as a matter of fact. You have people celebrating lot of naked people um yeah it was it was quite the experience i went in 2012 um with my friend uh with 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 my friend mike ben didn't want to do it he was you know he had some reservations about it but yeah we went down there um i uh well i don't know how much i want to incriminate incriminate myself on uh the podcast so you went there you had fun i had fun and then you came back home and people and people came into our tent and said hey i want to have fun too but they couldn't handle the amount of fun they they were like oh yeah i've been having this type of fun since i was three but then when they had started to have fun they started going what is this (laughs) because it was official fun then word got out of the fun we were having in our tent Somebody came into our tent and said, I heard you were having official fun. And then they had fun. Oh, my word. Yeah. You know, it was real weird. It's because you can't tell me this is kind of like Woodstock in a way. And then you got a tent and then people come in your tent. Because where my mind went, it was kind of like. Let me say it. Friday night episodes. Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Big Koi. And I'm just like, oh yeah, there was, there, yeah, there was that going on. There was that going on too. Everybody in a different tent. Uh, oh oh okay. yeah, that was a, so funny. <laughs> funny thing, <laughs> All right. So, so funny thing is, uh, there was a bad sandstorm one night oh. where we were like, it was so bad. The winds were so strong and cold. Like we had the tent zipped up, but the sand was still penetrating our tent. So we needed help because the the tent was about to blow over and then we would be lost. So somebody came out to help us. Right. And uh, that person had the big koi energy. (laughs) Because he came out and like there was still a girl like he came out to help us because he saw we needed help. But he had just finished with his energy (laughs) to help us. (laughs) <laughs> to help us repitch our tent, no pun intended. To actually repitch our physical, no, no, a physical tent, not pitch a tent, pitch a physical like wooden pegs into the into the he desert. He already ground. had his. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Relax, you're two tents. He <laughs> already had his tent pitched, and uh... yeah, he helped us. Pitch a different type of tent. The yeah. one that oh. the one the only type of tent that uh, actual tent, sir. Yes. Just, yes. Don't say a different type of tent, because now now this you're... has been another episode of three. Hey, I ain't even yeah, <laughs> we we definitely be cutting this one early today. So I'm just just giving people a heads up. We oh, out here in is... thirteen minutes. This is hilarious. Um, yeah, cause uh, now but yeah, that's my Burning Man story. Yeah, it's, nothing wrong with that. You, yeah. you probably told it before, and now we got more added context for those that 
never heard that episode and you didn't know what the Burning Man Festival was, well, now you do because I damn sure didn't. And, of course, we are learning more than we probably need to learn. I would like to let it be known that I, Chris, that I, Chris, did not bring the big coy energy to this today's show. <laughs> it was so much Who fun. bought the big coy energy? Nobody bought the big coy energy. Pitch a tent? Yeah. With big coy energy? Yeah. Listen, also. So, I didn't. Not, I'm not saying I know that he was doing it. See the thing about Burning Man that I've always respected that it's a sense of community. Like I never That's hear exactly what it is. Yeah, I never hear anything about like people. Like I know bad things happen to people, but I do not hear it. I only hear about the good stuff. Like oh, we shared our food. We shared exactly, our water. exactly. Um, like we were hungry one night. He was and somebody randomly would say. Oh, oh, you feeling hungry? Would you like some pasta? Here, have some. And they, they just handed me a little bowl of uh, of uh, beef macaroni pasta. Exactly. Like, there's like being, being in a sandstorm in the middle of the desert without any true, like, ways to handle it, especially when it's cold, because the desert gets extremely cold at night. The fact that that individual came out of their tent, said, hey, let me help you. Let's get you situated. And yes, it's funny that he had just got finished exploring Bitcoin energy with whoever he was with. But it is also very heartwarming to say, oh, no, after I'm done, let me help you. I don't want y'all to freeze to death or I don't want nothing bad to happen to you. Oh, oh speaking of death, mm-hmm. uh, I almost got lost in, in in a sandstorm while I was out there. Oh, God. Because the sandstorm, this was a sandstorm that happened during midday. And uh, I had lost like me and Mike, I think, went like our separate ways. Uh-huh. And I think I would, and I had rented a bike, but I lost track of him. And they were like, and while I was riding, they were like, hey, be careful because there's a big sandstorm coming and the weather, you're not going to want to breathe the air because the air is going to have sand in it. Oh, yeah, no. And I had lost my way. I didn't know where I was going in this desert town. So I was getting very scared. And uh, somebody was just like, here, man, here, here, man, use this. And he handed me um, the uh, uh, the uh, bandana. The um, oh yeah, you know the the ones that you can put over your face. Yeah, and that saved my life because after he gave that to me, the wind went crazy. Like you couldn't see anything. Oh my god! It was just like you know, it was like a white squall of sand right in your face. You couldn't see anything. And I had that. I was covering my uh, face so that I wouldn't breathe in sand while I was riding this bike. And eventually, I found a police pre- precinct. Oh, oh wow. And uh, the storm calmed down. But I still didn't know where I was. So I was like, um, yeah, I'm really worried about my friend. I haven't seen him in a while. Is he, so- is he okay? And the guy said, son, he's probably having more fun than you right now. <laughs> You're worried about him. Just head back. Well, I don't know where. Uh, where's your location? It was J five or whatever. He was like, "All right, just go here, here, and here." And I made my way back, and eventually Mike came back as well. And I was like, "Where'd you go?" He was like, "Oh yeah, I was doing some yoga." He probably was doing some yoga. <laughs> so yeah, Ben did a Burning Man did some yoga. Janelle Monae. <laughs> and full circle big coy energy there yeah. you go there you go oh, Krista to be the main offender on the show what? Join right back in the 
Actually, who is the main offender on the show when it's, it comes to big Koi energy? It's me. I bring. I always bring up. Yeah. Snacks. I just bring up cocaine. <laughs> and flamingos. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why uh, one of these we keep this up. People are going to start requesting that we do Friday episodes, and then it's just going to be like, <laughs> well, nope. What we said, and then I, but see, yeah. there's there's certain elements that have to happen. One, it has to be at night, and then right. two, it has to be Friday. It yeah. can't be like a Saturday night. Apparently, Saturday nights and uh, is a D and D night. For us, pod apparently, and we and that that just should not happen for so many reasons. That and was fun. We'll get a real game master next game master next we'll, time, and we'll use real dice. Cell, I promise. Yeah. Well, we had real dice, just ain't know how to roll them out. Like, we was, didn't roll the dice. I, remember, I tried. I don't know. Well, yeah, because you know when it's oh, so that's many right. Things. You rolled. Oh, oh, that's why. But you I rolled tried the dice. rolling real dice. But listen, <laughs> I didn't. We tried Chris thing, and uh, listen, I'll, I'll when Baldur's Gate hits the Xbox, I'll get Baldur's Gate, and then like I'll learn. Okay, Baldur's Gate three, and then I can be like, okay, I rolled a D twelve or some shit. Yeah, and now you know. So that's how I'll learn it. Then I'll be back. Because <laughs> I can finally try my cool hand loop with dice that are pretty to look at. Because I don't use them. But hey, whatever. Oh. Well, somebody was trying to kill me the whole the whole game. So hey. You yeah. started the shit, though. I, I, I mean, just because I... You get, started the shit. Just because oh, I... Just be, no, you took a shot what before the game We were on the started. Mi- oh, Weren't we on the mission for like? We weren't some, even. We it wasn't even the mission no, 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 hadn't no, even started yet. No, 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 no. What was our no? Our mission was about like some recipe. Get, oh yeah, it was about a recipe yeah. for like a and it contained cheese, apples and shit. And uh, yeah, but I think it contained dairy. And then I said uh, he has a lactose intolerance. Roll yeah. for it. And then nah, I won the roll. Nah, yeah. Well, you just well you started you started shit right apple off pie, the bat. That's what it was. Yeah, you oh, started. No, 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 it was no, apple pie, no, no, and you started. I said, roll sh- to see if he's a diabetic. That's what it was. That, yes. yes. Oh. You know, I'm about to go in that closet and I'm about to go ahead and get that Joan and then I'm just going to load it up and just fire at, fire at you automatically. Hey, I thought we were all about peace and love, Ooh, man. Fuck that. You started you start shit. You keep, keep I was, bringing it. No, was because you started back. shit with that goddamn episode. We were episode. talking about Baldur's Gate, okay? It fit in. Yeah, I wasn't bringing it up randomly yeah, to take yeah, a yeah, shot, yeah. okay? And yeah, and like that, you actually started shit that episode. See, I wasn't even going to start anything. And that's as soon as before the game even really got started, you already trying to roll to screw me over, <laughs> asshole. It was funny, though. It was funny. Fuck that episode. Mad <laughs> all over again. Oh man, did we did we have anything else? Nah. We want, uh, <laughs> well, uh, I I did want to leave the people with one last thing, okay. just real quick. Um, you know, I've said it before, but again, you know, I always, I never say, you know, I never try and say anything on this podcast that I don't either believe myself or have done myself. And right now. What I've been doing is going through a major peril, which I'm trying to resolve. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to sound like Steve Harvey, even though he's right about this one. You know, right now I'm doing a lot of praying and I'm not going to say for you to pray because that is not my purpose here. 
But my purpose is for you to find your peace. I find peace through prayer. For you, you may not believe in God. Totally fine. Not against it. Meditate. Find the space to be at peace. Whatever brings you peace, find it. It's important. You can't go through life bottling everything up and letting it explode because it becomes toxic to you. You have to find you have to find your space for your peace and find space for joy because if you don't it can lead to bad things. So whatever that is for you for me, for me it's prayer. For you it might be something different. So if you're a believer, I say pray. If you're not a believer, I say meditate and just find whatever it is you hold on to for peace because it's important. I like it. I well like said. And you can also um, use video games or comics, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your hobbies are, you know, that, that helps. Or you can find a new hobby uh, to help bring you peace. Um, I actually like uh, the nano blocks, you know, building nano blocks is pretty cool. So, you know, you can do that or you can get Legos and it doesn't matter what age you are. You know, if it's fun, it's fun, right? If it's Absolutely. fun, it's fun. Absolutely. Yep. Or some of you probably listening cocaine is what you do, but that's okay. But anyway, uh, uh, what? How do we get back to coke? Well, hey, hey, I said something boys. at the beginning, and then I think you said. <laughs> well, no, we were talking. Well, oh no, we were, energy. we were talking about Bitcoin energy and greasing flamingos, and then and I reminded myself cocaine. about what people do with cocaine, and I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't want to go down that rabbit this has hole been any further. An, this has been another episode of us telling you to make wise choices. Yes. Don't listen to what we're saying now. Listen to what I said like two minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. part. Yeah, oh that part. I feel like a bad parent. Do as I say, not as I do. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. If you do find five thousand dollars, it belongs to us. <laughs> it said three ABP on that bag. Okay. Yeah, we we totally lost it. That's right. So excuse me, if you could return that to us, that'd be great. On that note, I'm Renzo. Big Rob signing off. <laughs> I don't know what happened this episode. Have a great day. It's me, Chris. Really don't know where we're going to name this. Roll some dice. I like that. S- see how you always start shit. Okay, you know what? You know, you know. I will. You know, we're gonna make it this a new. Now, I think we. Different. I think we're gonna I have to get. It. I think, I we're, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get back to. We're gonna get back to the normal. <laughs> Every every show. What is normal though? This is normal. This is the normal. No, 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 no. For a while, actually, for the past couple months, I've actually been taking it real easy. You've been saying some slick shit, and I let it go. Or we haven't even been saying slick shit. Nothing happened. We've been getting along. Look, but I can see that the treaty (sighs) is starting to wear out the welcome. I I I have no idea what I think. Sitting Bull is getting real tired of custody. L, I love oh you, man. I love you. Okay, okay. See, that's how you create peace. You remind people of the love that you have for one another. Okay, you know there was important. a song. Your love is such a thrill, but your love don't pay my bills. <laughs> what is happening? I need that five thousand that we lost in the parking lot. Well, I gave you five dollars. If that helps, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. 
You did. Zero we got to play that number. Zero five. We got the five. The number five has come I'm up a lot right now in the past two. Oh hey, yeah. What does five he, represent, he, Chris? There is five in the uh, in numerology. I don't remember. No, oh, okay. There is there is five. Yeah, I gave you both five. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to look that up real quick and then I'll look on. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, you're bringing up five with the Mercury retrograde. Numerology five is associated with the ruling planet Mercury. It is considered to be a good number that brings good luck in life. Those who belong to this number are intelligent, adventurous, and have good communication skills. However, their negative traits include talking too much and overconfidence. Wow. You leave our podcast out of this. What? <laughs> wow. I, you know, one of these days we gotta we gotta talk about all the daggone movies people were supposed to watch and they haven't watched them. I watched a whole bunch. Nah, cause I watched so I watched Bullet Train again. Yeah, that movie. I saw Bullet Train. Yeah, Ted, did you? Are you caught up with John Wick though? I'll be I'll be honest with you, man. I, you can't get I, into I, it. I had trouble getting into it. Okay, really I'd rather play a video game because he was just killing people. Nothing wrong with that. I'd just rather do it myself in a game. So there's a John Wick collection coming out. I Ooh. think next month. So it's chapters one through four. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, it's a and lots I, of guns. I pre-ordered that. Yay! Yeah. Which now kind of wondering what I'm gonna do with uh, four. So yeah. since I had that, so I want to know what's gonna happen to the prequel they were making because of the Spider Strike. Oh, uh, uh, so strike. there is something on Peacock. Real quick, uh, it's the Continental. Yeah, but I'm not watching it due to an actor that they have in it. Because of all the people they could have got, they decided they were going to put Mel Gibson in this bitch. What? Mm. Yeah. And the Continental. Yep, he's in the Continental. From it's like IMDb shows up. Yeah, he's in it. A friend of mine who uh, is a fan of John Wick, just as I am, um, was like, hey, it actually is on Peacock. But because um, they're going to have Mel Gibson in it, he's not fucking with it. I was like, well, shit. Just to add Uh, actually, he said anti-Semitic things, right? Okay, all right. I I was just remembering why people... And yeah, basically can't cancel them. That was why. Yeah. Okay. Um, September twenty second is when it starts. For those of you that want to watch it, it's going to be on Peacock. Uh, I am waiting for one of the spinoff movies. I think it's called Ballerina. I think yes, yes. And I'm waiting, waiting for that because that's going to deal with um John Wick's uh, family. Yes, and that kind of, I know it. it. I'm gonna give it another shot. I, I think I'm gonna rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch the first John Wick. It, it, it it's I'm it's it, it's it's more shooting. It's you know very little him talking. He talked with his fists and guns. I mean, and it's that's funny. It I, I found it funny because you know it's like, hey, you shot my dog. It's on. <laughs> you know, you killed my dog. Now yeah. it's on. So that I mean, it is funny now. <laughs> yeah, he has he has reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I would kind of like to see a, a um bullet train and John Wick crossover. Yeah, <laughs> or at least see Keanu Reeves dressed as John Wick sitting on the train. There's rumors that there's actually going to be another bullet train though. But it, the way they set it up, they can do that. 
with a whole new cast of people and all you, you keep Sandra Bullock's character and um Brad Pitt's character and I think Yeah, I gotta say other, you gotta have Ladybug in there. Yeah, you keep those you can add like maybe four other people, two other people because not everyone died. Like I think yeah, so yeah, not everybody died. Yeah, yeah, so we can add them two in, and then throw in like a little John Wick reference with him on the train reading a paper, and he's like, "I don't want to be a part of this shit." <laughs> Close the paper and get off the train at the next exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When this strike is over, come find me. I got some ideas. I ain't crossing that picket line. Get the money right. How do we? Oh dang, we won. Okay. Yeah, we did. We're good. Right. <laughs> we we it's it's been a solid hour. Look, we like y'all, but you know, hey, we got to get out of here. We've uh, been doing what we do. So, with that being said, I'm gonna go play some Starfield. Cool. <laughs> I'm probably gonna take a nap because I'm old like that. Oh, oh, I'm headed to a cookout at a friend's house. Yeah. Hey, sounds like a plan. Oh, this time I want to bring plates home with me. <laughs> Hey, sounds like a plan. I'm out, y'all. Right, yeah, this is Renzo. That's been Big Rob, who's going to go take a nap, and Chris, who's going to a cookout. See, peace, y'all. See you. <laughs>